you will not always hit the mark with your example and your model. And in those moments, it's a golden opportunity for you to be real, for you to be authentic, and to use yourself as an example for the culture you are trying to steward. And always remember that people would rather follow a leader who is real than one who always pretends to be right. Welcome to Rise and Lead. I'm Benjamin Lundquist, and this podcast is all about personal growth and leadership. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our growing Rise and Lead community. We are a community of leaders who are obsessed with learning, growing, and impacting people. Thank you for the difference that you are making today and the greater difference you will make tomorrow. On this episode, I'll be talking about building a winning culture. Culture can make or break your team, organization, your business, or even your ministry. Culture is incredibly important because it sets the tone for everything, from how your team interacts, the kinds of people you hire, and how your customers or clients are treated. Building the wrong culture can set you back months or even years. On the other hand, you have the opportunity to build a winning culture, a culture that empowers people, strengthens the organization, and impacts the world. Remember, you are a culture builder. Don't morph to the culture in the room. Build the culture in the room. The Rise and Lead podcast is designed specifically to motivate and equip you to live your greatest life with maximum impact. We are going to find out what makes great leaders great and how you can start growing yourself, rise, expanding your impact, lead, and living the life you have been created to live. I want to personally invite you to be a Rise and Lead partner in spreading the word about this podcast and all the episodes that will follow so together we can reach more people. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can get all the episodes that drop every month. Rate the podcast. I'm always going for a five-star rating. If you think Rise and Lee deserves a five-star rating, I would greatly appreciate that. Leave a written review about how the podcast has added real value to your life. Your reviews, they make a huge difference. And finally, share about Rise and Lead with your family, your friends, and your social media network. Screenshot this episode on building a winning culture and send it to someone. You are helping people rise to their next level by connecting them to an episode. When you share about the podcast as an Instagram story, make sure you tag me and I will always try and give you a repost. I usually get a few messages about the podcast every day, and I just want you to know that your support means the world to me. So thank you for being on this journey with me as we try to grow and empower leaders and help people just like you to go to your next level and ultimately to impact more people. I like to start each episode with prayers, so let's pray together. 
God, thank you for your love and your leading. Bless everyone listening to this episode. God, if there is anybody who is discouraged, remind them that they are not battling alone. You are with them and you have already made a way where they can't see a way and doors are already opening up for them in their life. In your name we pray, amen. I want to talk to you about building a winning culture. And here's a quick reminder. You are a leader and you are a culture builder. Before we start, let's go over exactly what culture is. Culture is a collective of values, beliefs, and norms. Let me say that again. Culture is a collective of values, beliefs, and norms. Simply put, it's your team or organization's personality and the environment in which things grow and develop. We have all gone to meetings, both in-person and digital, eaten at restaurants, stayed in hotels, and flown on airplanes around the world, all that provided us with an experience causing us to feel a certain way. When I'm talking with people about culture, I'll often ask, how did you feel when you arrived? How did you feel when you were in the middle of your experience? And how did you feel after you left? The answers are all evidence of culture. Building culture creates an experience that impacts people. That's why building culture matters so much. The culture you build as a leader will impact people. Great leaders are obsessed with building healthy culture. I'm willing to bet that almost all of you work with some type of team. So let's look at five characteristics of healthy team culture. Number one, clarity. Everyone needs to know what the team is doing, how they fit, what's most important in their role, and what matters most. Number two, feedback. A healthy team culture is one where people can share their opinions, not based on personal preference, but on effectiveness of mission. Great leaders don't just accept feedback, they crave feedback. Number three, accountability. Every team member needs to know who is responsible for what. There is so much here that's bigger than any organizational chart. A good team is accountable to each other, and there is a healthy community of accountability. Number four, trust. For there to be a healthy team culture, the team must trust each other. The team must have confidence that when someone says they will do something, it's as good as done. Trust also means having the confidence that team members are committed to building each other up and protecting each other. Number five, purpose. The team must believe in what they are doing. Let me say that again. Number five, purpose. The team must believe in what they are doing. And those five characteristics of healthy team culture, again, clarity, feedback, accountability, trust, and purpose. You are a leader. 
you are a culture builder. So let's talk about how you can effectively build a culture where people can thrive and mission can move forward. The word culture comes from the word agriculture. Culture is the environment in which things grow and develop. I'm going to lay out a culture-building approach using agricultural terminology, and I hope this will make sense to you. The first thing you'll need is soil. Soil is modeling your culture. As a leader, your example will always speak louder than your words. This is just one leader to another. This is hard work. This is where the rubber meets the road. You have to model the culture personally that you want to see grow in your team and your organization. And people are going to know, as a leader, is there harmony and continuity between your example and the culture that you are trying to build? So think about the culture you want to create and commit that as a leader, you are going to model that culture in your own life. I think it's important to bring up that as a leader, you're going to have off days and you will not always hit the mark with your example and your model. And in those moments, it's a golden opportunity for you to be real, for you to be authentic, and to use yourself as an example for the culture you are trying to steward. And always remember that people would rather follow a leader who is real than one who always pretends to be right. Next, you need seeds. Think about seeds as selecting a passionate and gifted team. Choose people who support the culture you want to build. Let me say that again. Choose people who support the culture that you want to build. This is so important. It's easy to invite people onto your team. It's much more challenging to uninvite people from your team when you realize that they are fighting against the culture that you are wanting to build. So choose the right team to support the culture that you are wanting to build. After the seeds, you need water. Think about water as providing training and support for your team. Building culture as a leader is never a one and done. You are always building culture, stewarding culture, and protecting culture. Think about building rhythms of training for your team. For example, every time you meet with your team, you might consider taking a few moments to review the cultural values of your team or your organization and celebrate when a team member goes out of her or his way to live out one of these values. You may also consider taking your team on a number of culture-building field trips every year where your team can see firsthand how culture is built by some of the top organizations and leaders in the world. Next, you have to go organic. And here's what I mean by this. Create organic opportunities for your team members to build culture. Each time you have a gathering or event, 
put a different team member in charge of some cultural building aspect of the event, but give your team members the opportunity to actually be the builders of culture. And I think this is important as well because leaders develop leaders. And so if you are focused on building healthy culture, you have to give your team members the opportunity to build culture with their influence as well. So create these organic opportunities where your team members can be active in building the culture that you want to see in your team and your organization. We all know for things to grow, you need light. Think about light as affirming the behaviors that you want to see repeated. I've said this on a number of different Rise and Lead podcast episodes, and I've seen it play out so many different times. That which gets recognized grows. If you make a big deal out of something, that affirmation and that focus will serve as fuel for that behavior. So when you see a team member living out one of your values, putting one of those cultural values into practice, affirm that behavior, celebrate that behavior, make a big deal out of that behavior, and that will increase the chances that that behavior will be repeated again and again. So remember, that which gets recognized grows Shine light and focus on the behaviors of your team members that you want to see repeated. Now that things are growing, you need to pull the weeds. What I mean by pulling the weeds is that you have to steward your culture well. Remember, you are always building culture. You are always stewarding culture and you are always protecting culture. So pulling the weeds means having those conversations when you see behaviors that are countercultural to what you are trying to build. And you're right. These could be awkward at times, but they don't have to be. And I would recommend pull weeds right away. Don't wait for a root to go down deep where something becomes this huge huge, complicated conversation. As soon as you see a behavior that's countercultural to what you're building, pull somebody aside, go back to the values of your team and the vision for the culture that you are building. But this is just part of the tough work of being a leader is that you have to pull the weeds and you have to be willing to steward culture well. Finally, leave your plants alone. <laughs> what I mean by that is give your team members space to grow. Give them the authority and the opportunity to build culture on their own in their area of responsibility. You can't hover over your team members. Remember, leaders are building leaders. So you have to be willing to leave the plants alone and give your team space so they can grow and they can become the stewards of culture themselves. So be willing to give them some space to do that. As a quick review, 
when it comes to the culture building approach, you need soil that's modeling your culture. You need seeds, which means you put together that passionate and gifted team. You need water, which is providing a rhythm of training and support. Make sure you go organic where you give people the opportunity to be able to grow and develop culture on their own. You need to shine the light, which is affirming the behaviors you want to see repeated. You've got to be willing as a leader to pull the weeds so you can protect the culture you want to build. And then finally, like I just mentioned, leave your plants alone. Give team members their own space where they can become culture builders. So where do we go from here when it comes to building healthy culture for your teams or your organizations? I would take us back to that very first approach step about soil. You've got to model the culture that you want to see. So I would start putting into practice the culture that you want to see built in your team or your organization. And it may be a good idea for you to look at your network, to think about those people who have inspired and have impacted you. These people you are drawn to because of the culture they have built. Make a list of the cultural attributes of these individuals and circle a few of them. Circle two or three of this list and start putting those into practice in your own life. But when it comes to building culture, when it comes to creating a culture that is healthy, a culture where people can thrive, remember that culture building starts with you. You are a leader And you are a builder of culture. And when it comes to building culture, it starts with modeling the culture that you want to see. Remember, you are a culture builder. Don't morph to the culture in the room. Build the culture in the room. I hope this episode on building a winning culture was valuable for you. Send me a DM and let me know. I'll read every message that comes in. Make sure you screenshot this episode and share it with someone and post it to your social media accounts. Make sure you tag me so I can give you a repost. Someone you know needs to hear this episode on building a winning culture. Look for new episodes to drop every month. You won't want to miss those. Thank you for taking the time to invest in yourself. You are worth it. Remember, the best time to rise and lead is now. Now.